Welcome to The Resonance, the podcast about the energy industry from Alpha Energy Group. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Alpha Energy Group podcast. I'm Jeremy Nicholson, Corporate Affairs Officer at Alpha, and I'm joined for my fortnightly catch-up on the European energy markets by my colleague Petra Puskarova, our European Energy Risk Manager. Now, normally, Petra, we would be discussing oil and gas and electricity and maybe carbon, uh, but of course, there's a new commodity, or rather, an increasingly important commodity that's going to be a big part of the picture in Europe, and that's hydrogen, and in particular, green hydrogen from uh, biomethane and the decarbonisation of the gas system. So uh, tell us a bit about what's happening there and what's about to be announced because there's going to be some very big changes in future, aren't there? Yes, just to give some quick introduction, just as you said, hydrogen is a new fuel we are dealing with. So hydrogen is actually a chemical element and it's a gas that it's present in water, plants and human beings. And why we are interested in it is because if we burn it, we are able to provide energy. Of course, to be able to get to hydrogen, you need to split water into oxygen and into hydrogen. And we know that that doesn't occur naturally. So you need to add electricity into the equation. Based on where this electricity comes from, we do uh, recognize green, gray and blue hydrogen as a default. Of course, green hydrogen is something that especially European Commission these days is especially interested in because the electricity that goes into the electrolyzers comes from renewable resources. Of course, at the moment, the economy and industry in general is going through decarbonization and further is the decarbonization or quicker is the decarbonization at cheaper cost we will be able to provide or generate hydrogen. At the moment, uh, 95% of hydrogen is produced from conventional sources. So, of course, this is something that the industry will try to be eliminating. Of course, there are solutions for that and many countries and many industries are looking at it. And the solution is called carbon capture and storage. Of course, greater the degree of decarbonization will be in Europe, the lower will be the cost of generating hydrogen. And there are currently already many projects happening in Europe and worldwide. Just to pick several of them, in Germany, there are various companies like Siemens and Thyssenkrupp already actively looking into projects related to green hydrogen. And there are several in interesting and important deals uh, that are about to be agreed between Germany and Australia in terms of producing and transporting the hydrogen. Right, Petra. I mean, as you say, uh, there are a number of sources of hydrogen, which is a wonderful fuel for those hard to decarbonize sectors of the economy in, in industry and potentially as a backup fuel for power generation to help balance a system increasingly dependent on intermittent renewables. Uh, the question is, where's that hydrogen going to come from? Uh, as you say, it could come from natural gas increasingly in the future with carbon capture and storage so that the CO2 emissions are kept down. And it could, of course, come from natural sources as well. But of course, electrolysis is the stuff that uh, so much is being discussed about right now. And we're expecting an announcement very shortly, aren't we, from the European Commission about their Fit for 55 package to reduce uh, emissions substantially by the mid-2030s. And and I imagine they'll have something to say about hydrogen production, possibly hydrogen distribution and electrolysis in that, wouldn't you think? Yes, indeed. Uh, European Commission has been clear that hydrogen will be a priority and that it will have a very significant role in helping euro 
by when reaching carbon neutrality by 2050. There are several plans that have been already drafted. There is a plan that sort of consists of two steps. By 2024, there should be around 1 million ton of renewable hydrogen produced. But to be able to produce this hydrogen, there will need to be around 6 gigawatts of renewable capacity available purely and only to produce this hydrogen. To give perspective, 6 gigawatts of renewable electricity equals to 6 large power stations. The next step is, of course, even more optimistic and it would account with over 10 million tons of hydrogen, but that would require around 40 gigawatts of renewable electrolyzer capacity. Well, this is going to take some time to put in place and it's not necessarily going to come cheap. But if we do get a a hydrogen market developing across Europe uh, at sufficient scale, then there's a possibility that some of those prices might come down. And for European industry, keeping competitive is, is really important, of course. So is this going to entail an entirely new infrastructure. Of course, with biogas, uh, you can blend it with the current uh, natural gas to some extent, although in the long term, we may have um, dedicated biogas uh, distribution too. But with hydrogen, this is going to require a new network, isn't it, for distribution? So in terms of distribution, again, there are several producers of gas and LNG that are at the moment looking into possibilities of adapting the existing pipelines to be able to transport hydrogen. And of course, there is an opportunity to use the liquefied hydrogen tankers to be able to transport hydrogen worldwide. Right. So it's probably going to be a mixture. But the interesting thing, of course, if we can repurpose gas pipelines for hydrogen uh, transportation, that's obviously good news in terms of uh, making use of existing assets and keeping the cost down. Although, Uh, containing small hydrogen molecules is is quite an engineering challenge at times. But, you know, part of the picture here, of course, is how this is paid for and accounted for. And when it comes to renewable supplies and green supplies, generally, guarantees of origin are are very important, aren't they? Uh, So what's been happening with the price of these guarantees of origin? What's been going on in the markets there? As the economy is recovering after the pandemic and consumption is reaching pre-pandemic levels, of course, also the demand for guarantees of origin has been soaring also of course in line with the fit for 55 announcement uh, looming prices for guarantees of origin in europe have nearly doubled since january on uh, increased demand and uh, general desire of economies to fall in compliance with the green agenda just to for example give an idea of current pricing so uh, geos from nordic hydro currently trading at around 0.7 euros per megawatt hour for calendar 22 and up to 0.85 euros per megawatt hour for calendar 24. even higher increase that we are seeing was in terms of rigos that are available in the uk especially the rigos that are not sourced or not backed by the biomass are currently trading in the range of one 0.2 pound up to 2.5 pounds per megawatt hour. Right, and of course that has a direct impact on the cost of energy to consumers. And whilst it may be a very good thing to have a market in guarantees of origin, it helps uh, uh, provide um, the, the renewable capacity we need in the long run, potentially at least cost, and it gives access to or guarantees to consumers as to where their power is coming from. In the short term, it, it's sending prices up. And having talked to Norwegian college colleagues about this, they've not seen much renewable capacity coming on the system, but they've seen their prices go through the roof. And I guess 
gather that's been that sort of phenomenon's been happening elsewhere in Europe too. Is that right? It is. I believe we've also discussed on or we've touched on this on the last episode of the podcast in terms of Norway, but very similar situation also happening in Spain. We know that the amount of green generation or green capacity has been steadily uh, increasing in Spain. Under normal circumstances, of course, you would expect especially spot prices to decrease, but it continues holding its uh, value at around 80 euros per megawatt hour also at the moment in Spain. If we were to try to look forward, there is an expectation and sort of also the development of the cross-border capacity and transmission networks points towards the fact that at some point Europe could have a single electricity market that would be basically sort of a baseline price for all European countries. And on the top, there would be a price that would depend on whether you are a producing country or whether you are a country that is importing power from another country. This is something that is already in place in Norway and it's sort of the system of having a baseline ENO price in Norway and then on the top there are regional prices that are called IPAD. Indeed, and, and that's always been the goal of the single market, to have something akin to that, or at least a reference price, which is part of the completion of the single market generally in Europe, uh, although we're a little way away from it. In the interim, of course, with the prices of guarantees of origin rising, as you say, a lot of pressure on consumers, but that will pull new investment into the market, and one shouldn't forget that markets are dynamic, and as a new renewable capacity comes on stream, then presumably those prices could go down at some point. And and speaking of that, what does the forward market look like for power and gas prices at the moment, if you're looking as far as 2024, 2025? If we were to look at the longer dated contracts, those hold a lot of value comparing to the front end of the curve. In terms of some cycle in the market, we are expecting that carbon will meet its purpose and it will help to decarbonize the energy industry and industry and economy in general. In that case, the carbon sensitivity in particular countries is likely to decrease, which could put some downside pressure on the pricing longer term. The issue will be, again, I mentioned the cycle, and we can use the example of 2020. When 2020 prices dipped to near historical low on uh, consumption jeopardy, lots of renewable projects, so further installations of wind turbines and developments in solar generation has stopped or has been delayed around the risks, around future cost of the energy and the speed of economic recovery. Of course, no one wants to invest into green or any other generation if the spot price is low. So we are expecting that at the moment these projects will accelerate again because spot price is high at the moment. This will persist into 22, 23. And from 24 onwards, we are actually likely to hopefully meet the required demand in terms of renewable supply. Spot price will start decreasing. Of course, over the next few years, the technology will get older and there will be need to replace it or to improve it. But there will be again the issue that at the time, the spot price could be potentially already lower and there will not be enough demand from companies to invest again in this technology. 
That's interesting. So from a consumer point of view, there's some optimism about where prices may be heading. But of course, we're in this very interesting stage where there's accelerated decarbonisation going on, plus the recovery from the COVID crisis, all of which is putting upward pressure on the markets, isn't it? So presumably, consumers and others listening to this should expect the the relatively high prices to be with us for a a certain period of time to come, at least, wouldn't you say? I would completely agree. Okay. Well, well, thank you for that, uh, Petra. Interesting as as ever, we're at a very interesting time generally in, in terms of economic recovery and the development of the green agenda in Europe. And it's going to be very interesting to see what the Commission has to say about that, probably by the time you get to hear this podcast. Well, I hope you found that useful too. Do have a look at our website, alphaenergygroup.com forward slash UK, and have a look at our reports there. And do listen out and join us again for a podcast soon. <laughs>